Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. All free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Super Talk Eagle Hour back on the air. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Course Studio here in Oak Grove, Mississippi. Bob and Kelly, we're glad you're with us uh, on a Tuesday morning. Keith Hinton, Big Old Nations, joining us a little later. Spencer Bridges from the Athletic Department. Well, he's going to attempt to explain the baseball buyback program. Now, Santa has it all. All in between his ears, in his head, he's got it down to a T. But would you still like to hear from uh, Mr. Bridges? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, and I wish I had it between my ears in any capacity. <laughs> Kelly just came back from a Civic Club meeting where the Wizard of Oz spoke. Give us a summary, Kelly. He was speaking at uh, Club One, which used to be the Hattiesburg Sertoma Club, to a, as you might well imagine, a packed house. Uh, it appears from... From what he was saying today, Bob, that just about every one of the defensive positions, uh, the starters have been determined other than perhaps first base and, and catcher. Uh, it looks like Davis Gillespie will be in, in left field, Nick Monastere in center, Carson Pato in, in right, then Gabe Broadus at third base, uh, Broadus out of Faith Academy in Mobile by way of Pearl River. He's at third. Ozzie Pratt, who is the BYU transfer that came uh, to Hattiesburg, he will be the shortstop, and then the young man from um, from Val, Valparaiso, and his name escapes me right now off the top uh, yeah. of my head. But, um, of course, played at Valparaiso when they were here last year and uh, was given the invitation after he joined the transfer portal to come. Didn't even have to make a visit. Just came and said, I'm in. And now he has emerged as the second baseman. He got a taste of life at the Pete, and he liked it, huh? That's exactly what he said. And, and I – you know, I asked Coach Ostrander, was I being a little bit too and, – and, of course, it's easy for us to sit there and say, oh, yeah, this pitching staff is going to be great, right? We, we don't have any skin in the game, so to speak. But, but Coach Ostrander agreed. He said that, uh, that he thinks that this pitching staff is, is really deep. He likes, likes the starters, uh, likes the, what he calls the bridge guys that will get you from the fifth to maybe the you know, eighth inning, guys that can give you uh, nine outs or so. And then thinks that the closers can be monsters, can can be really, really tough. Um, but at the same time, he was talking about how he totally understands that how much love Coastal Carolina is getting with the the sluggers that they've got, and almost all of them back. Of course, the Chant- the Chanticleers come to Hattiesburg, 
this year. And then all of a sudden, the sexy pick in the league is Troy. Why is that? I saw that this morning. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, – well, Troy has a lot of starters back uh, from last year's team. And as Coach Ostrander said, the, the Eagles won the series last year against Troy. But he said every one of those games was like a heavyweight fight. I mean, emotionally exhausting, physically draining. So he sees, you know, why why Troy is getting that love as well. But, you know, at at the end of it, he just said, but I like our guys. Yeah. He said, I, you know, you can't worry about Troy. You can't worry about Coastal. I really like our guys. And he said, they're ready for war. So All right. So it sounds like from what you're saying, the, the only undecided uh, positions are at first and catcher. That's what it would appear. Yeah, at this point, I think he's pretty solid with uh, with the other starters the rest of the way. And uh, and he said, yes, they're new names, and that could be why Southern Miss hasn't drawn a lot of attention in these you know preseason polls or discussions. But he said these are names just like the ones that left, including the the Danny Lynches and and the Christopher Sargents and Dustin Dickerson. You're going to know these guys' names soon enough, and they will be the next ones that you that you won't soon forget. One week from this Friday, it's hard to believe. It is, isn't it? Yeah, and and I didn't get – I mean, I had to st- – he was still speaking when I left and, and the room. Of course, a lot of Eagle Club members in the room, a lot of right field roosters, a lot of uh, dugout you know, club members. Um, so they had tons of, of questions. I was hoping that somebody in the crowd would have asked him to name a starter you know, for the for day one. And they may have after I left, but I had mm-hmm. to get back here to the studio. But uh boy, they had tons of questions. Very energetic fan base. Ready they're they're just as ready to roll, I think, as the team is. And if you get a day like today, uh where you get some bright sunshine and mid sixties to upper sixties, uh should should make for some some great opening day baseball. We have some ball player interviews still to come this week, right? They're yeah. in the can, ready to roll. All right, uh, real. I want to move to another subject, Kelly, while we've got five minutes. Uh, the Hattiesburg American, of course, never covers Southern Miss athletics, but lo and behold, they come out with an article this weekend about revenue reports uh, from uh, for the Southern Miss Athletic Department. So it's the Hattiesburg American. You can put whatever validity you choose to it. I won't try to make those decisions, but here's the headline. Southern Miss Athletics uh, completed the first season in the Sun Belt Conference of the 2023 fiscal year and reported a record $30.4 million in revenue the first time ever. Athletic Department has topped $30 million. However, increased expenses, according to the Hattiesburg American, totaled $30.3 million, which left a very marginal surplus of $34,426. Although that's a 56% increase, according to this article, from 2022. Now, it's interesting, Kelly, and I get your get your thoughts about this. The football team reached its first bowl since 2019. Men's basketball won the Sun Belt regular season championship. Women's basketball won a share of the regular season title. And baseball holded its second consecutive Super Regional. But all of four of those programs still finished in the red. And all but men's basketball had a bigger deficit in 2023 than in 2022. Football raked in 4.75 million, a 1.25 million increase from 22, but had 1.28 million more in expenses, and they operated at a 5.2 million dollar deficit in 2023. Lady Eagle basketball operated at a 1.61 million dollar deficit in 2023 compared to $1.57 million in deficit in 2022. Baseball's deficit was $549,000, 
compared to 506,831 in 2022. Uh, football added uh, 300,000 in ticket sales, 250,000 in conference uh, bonuses, and this is fascinating to me. 94,456,000 were playing in the Lending Tree Bowl, but spent more than 500000 in bowl expenses. And I thought bowl games were supposed to make you money. So that was that's a difference of 410000 It cost the university? According to this. To go to a bowl game. According to this. That's, that's exactly right. So, I mean, if, if you're a real number cruncher, then the obvious question is, why go? Well, that's, that's a great question. Basketball in 2023 lost 1.5 million, but was the biggest gainer of all sports. They they increased their revenue by 211 thousand six hundred twenty two dollars, driven by a 25 and eight record in NIT appearance. And I think that verifies what I've always believed that basketball can be the most lucrative sport you have because you have the lowest overhead, right? You have the fewest athletes. Uh, equipment wise, doesn't take a whole lot to uniform or or put a team you know on the floor so your point is is well taken there and it's good to see that those numbers are up but when you talk about all the operating at a deficits so the difference has to be made up from tv revenue i'm guessing yeah because with all the money they lost uh they have to and they still the athletic department wound up in the black so that difference Mm -hmm. had to have come from conference payouts whether it's TV, you know, or bowl revenues or, or NCAA tournament profit shares or whatever, if you add all those together. So but that's, that's operating pretty razor thin, though, Bob, either way. Right. $10 million raised from student fees. I was not aware that student fees went toward athletic budgets. Part of their tuition, which is why they get into all the sporting events free. They just, uh, I mean, they, you know, you say it's free, but, but they are you know, paying for it, but that goes for intramurals and all their, it's part of what's called an activity fee. Mm-hmm. So when you add all the, all the programs together, we just covered basketball, baseball, football, you still make a, you, you make a, <clears throat> excuse me, a marginal surplus of $35,000, but certainly better than losing money. And that tells you that I guess that, that amount of revenue positive was generated by the other sports. Tennis, soccer, am I right? Yeah, cross country, country, uh, softball. uh, Interesting stuff. But again, from a Hattiesburg American, I'm just really glad that they realize Southern Miss is still here, Hattiesburg American. Yeah, but it it doesn't really shed uh, a real favorable light necessarily. That would explain the article, that would it, Kelly? (laughs) Perhaps. I just kind of thought I'd throw that out there. uh, Well, I think you're probably right. All right, well, basketball, women seem to be on a bit of a roll. Men struggle. They lose three out of four on the road. We're going to talk to Heath Hinton about all of that next from Big Gold Nation. Kelly and I will be right back as the Eagle Hour rolls along on a Tuesday afternoon.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, I want to thank our friends at Dickie's Barbecue sponsoring that opening segment of the show. We appreciate those guys greatly. Great place to take your family for a delicious meal. And a great place to cater your next you can cater the opening of baseball weekend at Dickie's Barbecue. Kelly and I both used them and never been disappointed. All right, I also want to thank Genesis of Hattiesburg, the official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest vehicles on the road today. Coming soon, the all-new Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. And one thing I share, Kelly, with uh, uh, with my uh, my good friend at uh, at Genesis of Hattiesburg is that uh, the general manager is that we are both uh, lifelong suffering Redskin fans. So Kevin and I have, you know, we we can sit around for hours and just talk about how miserable our experience has been. Well, one of the things that we look at on this show every day is different sports, you know, publications across the country one of the headlines this morning is why doesn't anyone want to coach the commanders <laughs> i could answer that they should have called well, me <laughs> well interestingly bob it was a four-page article yeah i said my yeah. goodness you know the big alabama star that plays for them jonathan allen uh, got caught up believe it or not in controversy last week he was on some sort of panel where they were discussing the franchise and he made the fatal mistake of saying, you can call the team anything you want, but in my heart, it will always be the Redskins. And, of course, the leftists. Boom, 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 surprised boom. they didn't fire him, kick yeah, him off the team. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's pretty big. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Guy. Good point. Right, speaking of people that are so important, they can say anything they want, anytime they want. Heath Hinton joins us now from Big Gold Nation. And, uh, Heath, how are you? I'm good, guys. I don't know if I can say anything I want to. I might get in trouble. Uh you know, there's too many uh, snowflakes out there today. Yeah. Might get upset if I say the wrong thing. All, although one, be careful these days. Although one time, Bob, he did ask a highway patrolman why he was being stopped because he knew there was a donut shop open back, a couple miles back. <laughs> that that wasn't a real smart thing to say either, he no, was it? No. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. But, hey, I got a good recommendation on some donuts. So yeah. I'm not going to lie on that. Well, Heath. Heath is okay as long as he doesn't do what the president did over the week. You don't talk to dead people like Joe Biden, do you, Heath? No, and, okay. and, and I try not to go blah, 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 at the end of a sentence either, <laughs> so I try my best. <laughs> All right, Heath. Well, I'll tell you who's trying their best, and they're on a bit of a roll. The Lady Eagles, they're playing pretty well here. Yeah, they are, and I'll tell you what's happened. They've had some uh, girls step up and score. But Kayla Gray, uh, you remember she was – out last season, sick and, and from come West back Jones. And she's fine. Yeah, from West Jones, and finally uh, getting herself uh, back going, hitting that mid-range jumper. Uh, Bracy is adding some points off the bench. Uh, Michaela is really uh, I, 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 what I really like. What I'm seeing is Dom and uh, Grayson in the middle. Just those two are are just being superstars, and, and Grace has been able to step out. and She hit a big shot towards the end of the game that put them up by four where she they gave her about a 12-foot jumper, and she just drained it. And then Dom doing her thing where she can create. They're on a the roll right now, and I can tell you right now, nobody in the Sun Belt wants to play the Lady Eagles. No, good and, for them. That was a nice revenge win, for lack of a better term, over Troy. I was really happy to see him get And Troy that. won 10 in a row. Yeah, Troy's big, strong, and tough. So They are. Lady Eagles, uh, you know, right now on a roll. Hope that continues. The men, though, Heath, they lose three out of four on the road. Is that concerning you? And if, if so, what concerns you about the team? 
I, I'm not going to say it concerns me because now they've got six straight at home. They've never been beating the Sun Belt at home. It's going to eventually happen, but they haven't been beat at home. Uh, the next five, uh, five out of the next six home contests are Sun Belt games. You got that one max deal, but I, I think just getting them back healthy. Um, you know, they thought maybe Hart was going to get to play this past week. They held him out, and, and I understand. You know, no reason to give him an extra couple of games. You played well enough to where you're not in the bottom half of the league. You come back, you play well at home, you can move up, finish in the top four, get that double by. I think they're in good shape considering uh, losing three of their last four. But it's hard when you've got guys out. The team is dealing with the flu. Everybody's been sick. The coaches, the players. They're literally IV guys got IVs in them before the game, trying to get hydrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you could tell watching the game shots for short, uh, just the way they were playing. So uh, difficult. Then they had travel issues at times. I mean, it was just a it was a horror fest of a road trip for them. And and coach and they still won one game. Coach Leidner was scheduled actually to be on this program today, but uh, could not because he is sick. As he said, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a mess right now. And, you know, uh, you guys talked about the teams going in in the different directions. And I think, Heath, you made a really good point. The Lady Eagles have been at home. The guys have been on the road. You know, and that that seems to be a thing, particularly in the Sun Belt this year. Heck, if you're at home, you got a really good chance of winning. And the schedule favors the men coming down the the stretch because they've got Old Dominion, uh, you know, this this weekend, or actually – Tomorrow night, right? Um, yeah. And Ted Alexander, the voice of the Monarchs, is going to be joining us on the show tomorrow. So Old, Old Dominion's toward the bottom of the pile in the league. You've got another one with Louisiana Monroe. They've been struggling. Um, you've got another game, I think, with South Alabama So all, at Texas yeah. State. So a lot of these teams are toward the bottom, and you, you have them at Reed Green. So by the time everything does shake out, I think the Eagles will be sitting okay. And you always make this point about all sports, and I think you're dead on about it. Another difference is the Lady Eagles are healthier right now than the men's team, Kelly. They, the, well, and Dom has been the one that's been kind of going back and forth. And, you know, Curbelo, everybody keeps talking about Curbelo. He, there's – what they, is the story there? Yeah, there they keep saying concussion protocol, but but something I, there's something I, going on there. Every time it's concussion, he hasn't been cleared by the doctors, and that's what we're being told. And uh, so, I got no reason to, you know, feel like they're lying or anything to me. I just can go off what they say. Hopefully, he'll be back this week. But here, it's just that you know when you had multiple head injuries as he's had in his career. And when that happens, it takes longer to get over him. Well, I I, th- I think it would be safe to say that uh, making plans going forward should not include No, and that, that great, that's a great point. He, I mean, when you've got a guy that has played so few games and then you got kids like Mo Arnold who just, I think, played his heart out all year and you got you got. Crawley, who can play guard as well. I mean, do you when this kid gets well, do you automatically put him back in the starting lineup? Yeah, you have to because he is a difference maker on the floor. Just because of the way he can, the way he, you know, handles the ball at the point, 
uh, create off the dribble. I mean, just his passing ability. Yeah, you got to play him because you, you know, you got Alvarez out for the year. You got a team right now that's got three guys out that when they're on the floor are difference makers. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to play the devil's advocate about this, and I'm going to say you stick with the kids that have been playing. What do you say, Kelly? I, boy, I'm going to sound like a politician here. Um, I can see both sides. <laughs> you sound exactly like uh, a yeah, because because you you want to win, right? And obviously, if Corbello can help you win, he needs to be in there. But you want to reward loyalty, yeah. and and that's well, I shouldn't say loyalty because. If no. he's hurt, he's hurt. You know, there's nothing. But I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say this. He, I think the biggest loss is Alvarez. Yeah, he's been. It's been tough to because of his ability to play defense. Oh, he's electric, he, man. When he's he's electric with the basketball in his hand and his defense. He's an on the ball defender. That's that's one of the tops in the Sun Belt. Uh, we saw that last year. He's been he's been really missed. And, and look, Mo. Mo's been playing really well. I do. I've probably been more impressed with what Mo's done this year. Mo Arnold, yeah. with where he came from last year, because he's shooting so shooting much better is, this year. Oh, oh shooting's much better. Yes, yeah, sure and right. and his ability to you know handle the ball at the point. Um, but right now, what you're seeing is you got when he's out of the game, who you got handling the point, Crowley, and that's not his game. He's not a point guard. He needs to be coming off the screens and doing everything, but because they don't have anybody, he's having to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. Well, well let me tell all our listeners how Cabello. much. Yeah, let's see how much it matters what we think, who should be playing and who shouldn't. Zero. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but zero. It, you know, you talk about the shooting though, and the Eagles on the at the beginning of that road trip had a couple of games where they were you know right at the fifty percent mark or just a little bit under. But the last two road games, abysmal. Not shooting good. not good you know and and every every other aspect of the game was good they turned it over very few times i think four and seven in the past two road games they had double digit scores with four different guys in each of those games they just shot the ball too poorly yeah. well we've said that yeah. all year the three of us no, have talked about no that all bench year points no bench points and, and fatigue the first sign fatigue what shows shooting no. because you lose your leg and you look at a lot of those shots how short they were you know, Donovan Ivory's been shooting so well, but this past game, dealing with sickness, out there and everything was short. So you can really tell that fatigue started to set in on them. All right, real quick, how do people get on Big Gold Nation? Yeah, just go to southernmiss.rivals.com, click on join, and, uh, you know, join the conversation. Got a lot of baseball stuff. Uh, it's about that time, guys. Oh, you're right. a week and a half. All right, Heath, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. He's hitting Big Old Nation. When we come back, we're going to tell you exactly how you can get in the ticket resale business. (laughs) We think. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour continues on this uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow on the program, just a reminder, we're going to be talking with football offensive coordinator Chip Long. 
as the Eagles get ready for spring training. They don't begin spring training until the end of February, but Coach Long will be joining us tomorrow, along with Ted Alexander, who's the radio voice of the Old Dominion University Monarchs. The Monarchs come flying into Hattiesburg tomorrow for a men's contest that begins at uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow at Reed Green Coliseum. So you'll want to join us tomorrow for Coach Long and Ted Alexander. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, where they have trivia every other Wednesday night. And, I, Bob, I heard from a, a reliable source this morning that inflation has even caught up with 4th Street Bar and Grill. You've got a couple of weeks left to enjoy the nine oh, ninety five no. lunch. Say it ain't so, Kelly. It's going up to ten ninety five. Oh, say it ain't so. But it's still they're still two to three dollars cheaper than everybody else, and, and the food is way better than everybody else. So enjoy it while you can. But we always uh, enjoy our relationship with 4th Street, big supporters of Southern Miss. Speaking of uh, sponsors, too, I took my grandkids yesterday to uh, Campus Bookmark. Visited with Miss Kathleen, and uh, she took them on a tour of the basement. She she just made them feel really at home, and I left thinking, is there a, is there a kinder person on the planet than Kathleen? Well, she let you in when she told her that I wasn't with you. Well, she checked us at the door. Yeah. She, <laughs> okay. she looked around in the parking lot and said, yeah. oh, well, Kelly's not here. You, yeah, come on welcome. in. Yeah. You're welcome. And by the way, they're looking for help at Campus Bookmark. And so if you want a great part-time job and you want to work for a great lady and be around Southern Miss fans, go by Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street and talk to Miss Kathleen about part-time work at Campus Bookmart. We think uh, you'll be glad that you did. All right, Spencer Bridges is the man with all the answers from the Southern Miss Athletic Department when it comes to the baseball ticket buyback program. Spencer, this is far too complicated for minds like Kelly and I to figure out uh, we we kind of touched around the edges of this a little bit earlier this uh, past week, but tell our listeners in terms we can all understand about the baseball ticket buyback program that's now in place. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on, um, and obviously it sounds like I need to go to Fourth Street Grill. You uh, should. If you haven't been there, my, you should. Yes. Yes. My tenth week here in Hattiesburg, but. Uh, yeah, so obviously we launched the uh, the home field ticket exchange uh, program or, or turn back in program to help a, uh, some people that you know don't have access, right? You know, we've got another year of record sales from a season ticket perspective. You know, obviously the the magic of Pete Taylor is a real thing, and people are jumping on board numbers. You know, we've obviously got some capacity issues, but we want to make sure that fans have the opportunity that they can come should they choose to do so. And so this with this program. It allows those that have season tickets that have schedule conflicts or are unable to attend for various reasons to turn those tickets back yet to allow us to reinsert those into our inventory and sell um, to fans that are wanting to come on a single game basis. In exchange for that, those people that turn them in will get priority points based on the time. So if I turn it in 30 days prior to that uh, single game event, I'm going to get more priority points. And then as the days get closer, it goes down a little bit just to re-incentivize those individuals and thank them kindly for them to return those tickets. Because obviously, the earlier you turn them in, the more time you have to turn them back around. So if you know you're not going to be in town, and you already know, because most of the people I know, Southern Miss fans, they've got their spring and summers already planned out. You can go ahead and, and get those turned in to maximize your points, yes? That's correct, and you can turn all of your tickets in to every game that you want to. You can do game by game. It's kind of your choice, but we would, like to your point, like them back in earlier so that way we can inventory and advertise that we have them available. 
right? Because, you know, obviously, you know, the magic of Pete Taylor is, is a real thing. But, you know, we want those stands to be full every game, whether these people can attend or not. So and, if we can't, if they can't attend due to obvious reasons, let's have them come. Somebody else come. And this is really kind of a novel novel idea. Where did you guys uh, come up with this, this plan? Um, there's a couple other um, institutions in the country that have adopted this for other sports, um, football and basketball. But obviously with our our uh, demand being high and supply being low at Pete Taylor. We want to make sure we institute this uh, there and just see if we can make sure that those seats are full. And obviously, uh, kind of a dumb question, but this is a good problem to have, right, Spencer? Oh, phenomenal <laughs> problem to have. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the success in, in recent years, but more so back in the historic of this program, and uh, continue to grind and push and grow. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're kind of landlocked right now, but future renovations to come to the Paul Park, but we want to make sure that those seats, every seat's accounted for, and we can make sure we fill it. So it's it's a great problem to have, but still one we need to address. All right, Spencer, now you said you'd only been here a few weeks. Where did you come from? So this is about week 10. I came from Boone, North Carolina, was recently at App State Athletics. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a common re- remark, uh, the response to me saying that around here. Well, you, you know what we call it on the air, don't no, you? I'll be nice, nice. No. Well, we call it the same thing Georgia Southern calls it. <laughs> Crap state. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard them all. I've heard them all. <laughs> they, lo- they love you in Statesboro. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I ask you this question because I'm, I'm curious to get your response. Have you ever been around a, a university that is as baseball crazy as Hattiesburg is? Um, I was at the University of Kentucky, but I don't think they were that base, that crazy as these people are. And you know, I had the opportunity to go to the first pitch banquet this past weekend, and just the response and you know, the p- amount of people there that are investing in this program, and you know, everything we put on social media about baseball, the response that we're getting, and the people—it's it's pretty wild. Um, to see firsthand, and I can't tell you how excited I am for next weekend when we get to have our first home game and get this thing kicked off right and really understand what everyone's been saying, you know, during the interview yeah. process and while I've been here these several months. And, you know, I'm really excited to see that firsthand and, and engage with those folks that are that invested. You are aware that our fans are very well behaved, very quiet, very polite to the visiting teams. Is that you do know that, right? That's what I've heard. All things around here, right? <laughs> and and I have heard that this buyback program goes so far up that the president of the United States said he personally talked with Coach Pete Taylor today, <laughs> and he he endorses this program and right. also says you should get a free cell phone out of the idea. I don't I don't, I don't know where that so, came look, from. To but. clarify this, Spencer, are there free cell phones for anybody that turns uh, in their tickets? I can neither confirm nor deny that a cell phone is part of the deal. Well, now, speaking of App State, I, I got to tell you, I had an experience. Now that you're a Southern Miss guy, I had an experience at the baseball tournament with App State. Is I, this is this that lady? I want to share this with you. In the suite next to me was the coach's wives of Appalachian State, and the the head coach's wife was a very let me say enthusiastic fans, Spencer. Are, are you familiar with her at all? Yes, she is very passionate. <laughs> she was very passionate, and uh, she had a great, great time during the first game when we played them the first game. But, you know, later that afternoon she was remarkably quiet when we 
allowed them to leave the tournament a couple innings early to get a you know to get the trip going and you know very generously ten run them so that they could get an early start. Um, yeah, but you would t- that surprise you, Spencer? Uh, you know, I, I always a spouse of a coach. Um, you know, live and die by the success and, and the non-successes of the team. So yeah, well, we we appreciated her and all the things and her uh, her husband that they did up at App State. But uh, you know, always supportive to the end. But but you did Surely tell me she was she you, was supportive. And you did tell me, Bob, that that she did say that you were number one. She didn't use the <laughs> finger I would use, but she did. She did. No, I was. I, I didn't say anything. No, you're right. I, I'm kidding you, Spencer. She was. Very enthusiastic, as were all the coaches' wives when they beat us in that tournament. Funny how that works. You (laughs) can tell that made them very, very happy to beat Southern Miss in baseball. So, so, when you take down the top, it you know it matters. So, how the the buyback program? So, do you do this online? Do you go to the Ferlisi Center? Take us through the process. Uh, You will go online. Uh, There's a link uh, on the actual the Pacquiao page via our competing website. We will go in and. You just click the link, and, um, you know, there's also an information page on our, our website under the Athletic Foundation if you have questions. Uh, it's called the Home Field Ticket Exchange or Ticket Return Program. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, the, the Coach Oz did a phenomenal video for us to kind of explaining that out, and that's a great informational video to watch that had a little humor with it. Um, but, yeah, you go online, select the games that you would like to um, uh, turn back in, the number you'd like to turn back in, then hit Submit. And then obviously process that, and then at the end of each month, we will process those uh, priority points. I'm sorry, at the end of each, at the end of the regular season, we'll process those priority points, and then those will go toward counting for postseason play. All right, Spencer. Well, thank you for being a good sport, and uh, welcome to Southern Miss. We're we're glad to have you here, and uh, we, we're just going to tell you, you're in for a real treat when baseball season starts. It is a it is a wonderful, wonderful environment to be in. Do we play crap state this year, Bob? App State, Kelly. Oh, oh sorry. Do I don't believe we do. We don't do that, do we, Spencer? I don't think they're on the schedule. Uh, I do not believe so in the regular season. We do not. That is not a matchup. Well, lucky for them, buddy. Let me tell you. Yeah. Hey, again, well, Spencer. I'm truly excited to see the, the Eagles in action on the pitch. You're welcome here, Spencer. We're glad to have you at Southern Miss. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. Spencer Bridges, everybody. And, yes, she did actually tell me that I was number one. Yeah, one, yeah. One I, point. I, I thought she did, yeah. I was in the second game when I yeah. was going, well, how do you like us now? I said, that's the wrong finger, lady. <laughs> that's the wrong one. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. All right, D-Bat sponsors this segment of the show. We're happy to tell you that Luke Reynolds, the manager of D-Bat, will be on the show this Friday. So we're going to talk baseball with uh, Luke Reynolds, who played here, played at Mississippi State, played some uh, minor league ball, and is back in the Berg uh, managing D-Bat. It's a great place to take your children for baseball and softball training. I, I was wondering, though, this morning, Bob, and maybe you can help me with this. I've got some cleaning that needs to be taken care of. What do you, you bring know? that up? And, and, I, and at the same time, though, I because of my work schedule, I, I need to drop it off in the morning and then maybe go grab something to eat. Mm-hmm. Are there any places like on Hardy uh, Street that would be relatively close together okay. that I could kill two birds with one stone? 
You, you have bulky bedding that needs to be taken care of. Right? Oh, that's putting it kindly, yes. <laughs> well, in that case, Kelly, I'd go to Town & Country Cleaners, the most trusted dry cleaners in Hattiesburg since 1983 because, Kelly, they do bulky bedding. Okay, well, that's all I need to know. They do minor alterations. Nothing about your alterations would be minor. That's true. Uh, they do shirt laundry. You don't wear shirts. So. Right. Uh, steam pressing. Oh, you've I get, been, I get you've plenty. Been, of, you've been steam pressed a few nights at the, I, some of the local dives. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I get plenty of people <laughs> steamed. That's for sure. But then, if I wanted to grab some breakfast, well, after you went to Town and Country Cleaners, which is located on Hardy Street at six zero one two six four four nine two, I guess you would call them. Okay. You could drop off your bulky bedding. Right. You could go down to Mo Bay Beignet Company, which is right down the road at 2902 Hardy Street. So they're just like three blocks apart. And you could knock out a few dozen beignets. Oh, well, that's a that's a perfect solution, Bob. Yeah. Thank you for that. You maybe could eat beignets until they finish the bulky bedding and then go back and get it. Well, why do you think I have bulky bedding? <laughs> it's because of the beignets. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's more the syrup that you drink. Yeah, you're that, that's true. supposed to put on the beignets. Kelly, Kelly will order... Six beignets and a and a glass of syrup. The, the dip, <laughs> well, I say it's dipping sauce, but I said it's dipping sauce. It's just a matter of your point of view, you know. And Kelly, you know, if you can't catch the Eagle Hour at one o'clock, and Lord knows why you wouldn't, you can hear it anytime you like on Apple, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and your favorite. No, you can no. ask Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and she'll play it right there in your living room, your bedroom, your bathroom, wherever you want her to play it. Alexa's the only the only talk about that lady from Appalachian State that tells you you're number one. Yeah, Alexa yeah. tells me that all the time. Let me just say one other thing about that lady. She was very entertaining, very enthusiastic, and unfortunately was sitting right beside me and the people that I was at the game with. But I didn't actually say nothing. It was. It was actually one of my children that asked her a couple of times, well, how do you like us now? That's, <laughs> hey, to the victor goes the spoils, right? That's exactly right. Hey, this, the, the, uh, you know, first, uh, first, first South, you know, we had, they hosted us last year for the uh, Mardi Gras parade. Is that parade this weekend, I wonder? I believe it's Saturday. I think it is Saturday. Yeah, I believe it's, I believe it's Saturday in Southern Bancor. Southern Bancor. Okay. And we've got more rain projected for the weekend. Big for surprise. Saturday? Yeah, and Sunday, actually. Really? So hopefully we'll get those forecasts. We want the Mardi Gras parade to go off without a hitch. Yeah, well, let's hope so. But uh, basketball tomorrow night, the Lady Eagles are headed to Statesboro, Georgia. As we speak, they are going to take on the Georgia Southern. And I guarantee you the Lady Eagles will win that game. Why do you say that? Because Georgia Southern is also the Lady Eagles. So, oh, so you got okay. the Lady Eagles against so the Lady clever. Eagles. Any, any folks, he's just so clever. And then, of course, the men against uh, Old Dominion. And Old Dominion's had a rough go of it this year, and it started with, you know, they have an interim coach, and the, the original head coach at the beginning of the year unfortunately suffered a heart attack. Is and, that right? Yeah, and had to, um, had to step away. So they've kind of been in disarray, trying to make the best of it as they can, but, of course, having to come on the road here to a place where the Eagles have not lost. No. Uh, and again, I think we talk about getting one of those top four seeds for the Sun Belt tournament. That's still in reach, right? Yeah, it, yeah, and 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 I think that can definitely happen, considering with so many of these final games coming down the home stretch being at home and against lower tiered teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there were a lot of people disappointed that the Eagles could, you know, were not able to beat the Bobcats at Texas State, but they've got to come here. Old Dominion has to come here. South Al has to come here. Those are all lower third tier teams coming to. Um, Mm-hmm. to Reed Green. So hopefully 
those fortunes can turn around and the Eagles can finish in the top four and get that you know, double bye. A couple bye. weeks ago when uh, you were not on the show because you had uh, been caught violating your work release, uh, I had Coach Ladner on the show, and he Kelly, he told me that the travel in the Sun Belt is brutal, brutal. We've had other coaches tell us that it's worse than in Conference USA. Because the most of the campuses are in what are in generally remote locations. I mean, Troy, Alabama doesn't have flights for London every day, no, right? No. Uh, nor does Jonesboro. But to be fair, neither does Hattiesburg. Right. You know, so I can I can definitely see that point. And I, and I don't think it would be as bad if the league wouldn't schedule these four game road That's trips. That's what he said. Yeah. You know, because you, you come back and remember, they're students too. So they have to get caught up on their homework. That you know, have to meet with their advisors, their instructors. Yeah. It's rough. Well, coach, we hope you feel better soon. We missed having you on the show today, but we certainly understand we want you know we want you to get well. All right, Kelly, you've lined up a great show for tomorrow. Yes, we're we're all ready to go. Ted Alexander, the voice of uh, Old Dominion, will be with us tomorrow, and Chip Long, the new offensive coordinator for the Southern Miss football team. The guys will start spring drills. Uh, last couple of days of February, and he's hit the ground running, so we'll get to talk with Chip Long tomorrow about an offense that Will Hall says will be all his, meaning all Chip Long's. Kelly helps me a lot with the booking on this show, and I appreciate that, brother. Glad to do it, buddy. All right, we'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Kelly and I will. We hope you'll join us in. We thank you very much for listening to the show every day. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. Into the future I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.